Louise McSharry on 2FM. It is October and October is Black History Month. And I suppose when I was thinking about the fact that it was Black History Month, I was struck by the fact that we're over a year on now from when protests were happening all over the world uh, as part of the Black Lives Matter movement and we had a lot of big conversations on this show and in this country about race and about what needed to improve and I just wondered whether we actually have made any progress since then and of course I have my own thoughts but I'm not an expert on this so I am joined by someone who is. Dr. Ebun Joseph is Race Relations Consultant, Lecturer in Black Studies and Director of the Institute of Anti-Racism and Black Studies. Uh, Welcome very much Dr. Ebun Joseph. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I'm delighted. I've followed you for a long time online and I know you've done so much work in Ireland in this area. Um, Maybe you can tell people who aren't familiar with your work a little bit about yourself. Um, Again, Ebon Joseph, that's my name. Um, I've done some work around um, race, you know, racism, because my doctorate is in that. My industry experience actually is as a career development consultant. So many people actually don't know I'm that. (laughs) So I have over like 14 years experience, which I have worked in every day. I only just stopped doing that piece of that work this year. My last role was in the Royal College of Surgeons. So that is actually my industry experience as a career development consultant, advising people on how to choose their careers. But in the last few years since I completed my doctorate um, from UCD and what I've been doing was you know speak you know learning more I think it just exposed me to so much you know you know you think you know something in your head yeah but it's different when you actually research it and you actually see oh my god this is why this is happening and you get this hunger to want to try and change it I think people think that you want to come and bash people on the head I'm like no Mm -hmm. because when you actually do the research you do the piece you actually see how easy it can be for people to just keep on doing what they're doing. You know, it's business as usual. Yeah. But then what I saw was the impact, the psychological impact that um, treating people differently has on them. Someone asked me for a statement, you know, to use for something. And I said, you know, and one of the ones I gave them was that, you know, how amazing it would be if we hated racism you know, rather than hate, hating people of different races, mm. you know. So, yeah. and that's what we're trying to do. That Let us hate this whole idea of racism rather than people of different races. And that's just what it's all about. So, right. yeah, so some of, so right presently, I'm the director of the Institute of Anti-Racism and Black Studies. And then I started the first Black Studies module in Ireland in um, 2018. So fingers crossed we'll get some more, yeah. you know. I hate saying that I started the first one in 2018. <laughs> I'm like, it's 2021. Yeah. We only just have UCD. Let's um, get I the second. One. <laughs> you know, like I think we have one college now that has agreed to do one more Great. this year, but we want more. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so I mentioned in my introduction that I was struck by the fact that we are kind of more than a year on from when we had a real, I think, a real moment of kind of self-reflection um, for many people in this country about race as after the murder of George Floyd and as the world responded. Um, and I wondered w- whether you feel we actually made any progress as a result of that moment. Yeah, I, I think if you had asked me this, you know, in December last year, I would have said no. Okay. You know, my, my immediate response would have been no. But in the last few months, okay, so two things. One is that we've made progress We've not made as much progress as I imagined. So I am in myself, but that's me. You know, I am quite disappointed because I thought that there was such a 
an openness, you know, mm. all over the world. There was such an openness to read. People heard it. They heard. They actually heard the, the impact that racism was having on people. Yeah. There was so much. So I really, really had hope. But, but the naivety is gone from my eyes now. But so I really thought, you know, there would be more. Mm-hmm. But some of the things that I've seen is that at least definitely there is awareness. Yeah. There are very few people now who actually argue with you to say, oh, racism, there's no racism or there's no, you know, they oh, say it too, but, you know, it's not as, you know, it's not as, and, you know, most times I always go with stats. I give you stats, you know, it's yeah. different to, it's difficult to argue with stats, you know. So there's not that many people, the the the, the conversation is not as strong, right. you know, against just a few people, you know, the 25% who will always be against will be on that side, yeah. you know. So we have this 75% who actually know, you know, and, and so that, that works, that's one. So there's more awareness. Two, maybe from my own work, I've been to businesses that have never had, you know, um, a black speaker coming to speak to them. Mm. I've been in there to talk about, you know, racism. Do you know? So I, I'm being approached by businesses that have never done it. Right. So definitely that is a shift, you yeah. know. And what else? You know, young people. I think young people, one of the things I noticed is that young people are willing to talk about it now. They, they were brushing it under the carpet a lot, mm-hmm. you know. You know, when you're older, you spend 10 years in a space trying to walk. You suddenly, when, you're, when you spend, I said, so I try to describe different kinds of people. If you've only lived in a country for three years, and you've only just got your first job, you are in a state which we call grateful. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. everything is amazing. You're, you're, yeah. you're rosy-eyed. You, you say what everybody wants you to say. But when you've lived and worked in a place for 10 years, you're a taxpayer for 10 years, you suddenly feel you have rights. Yes. You expect your rights. So you're, you're, you're a person. You have, so those two people, don't they, don't, they never say the same thing. Right. You know, so, so, so it depends on where you're, you're, you're speaking from. So a lot of young people, you know, the young, you know, parents taking, but now they're able to stand their ground. They're able to speak up. They're able to talk about their experiences. Many of them are blogging about they're writing about it they're tweeting so for me that's good because it's unhealthy when you're um, impacted by something and you keep it inside it's unhealthy you explode you know and you have you know they have identity crisis and all of that so there's more um, young people, black and white. Yeah. I get approached by a lot of young white kids who are right, doing their research and they want to do interviews. I'm like, I can't spare all the time, <laughs> but they want to do interviews. Yeah. You know, so that's for me. That that those I can, I think because those things are happening underneath and we don't see them. Yeah. And we might think it's not happening. So yeah, so on that ground it is. Yeah. But what I don't what and then also in some businesses like a lot of people businesses are now willing to take the one black person. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. get the one black staff, tick the box. Tick that box, yeah. That's right, you know. So so on that level, yes. But I, I, I thought we would see more. Yeah. Particularly like in the academy. I thought we'd be teaching more, yeah. you know, because we can't expect to have a country of anti-racists if we don't teach them. Yeah. I thought that Ireland as a nation would have been in the forefront to say, we need to educate our people on what this... We can't expect people to be anti-racist. We, we need to teach them. Teach them how to be anti-racist. How to be, yeah. you know. Is so the reason that we're here today is because it is Black History Month, and I is Black History Month part of that education to be anti-racist? Um, yeah, and it, that's the in fact that's one of the reasons I am Black History Month started in the first place. Yeah, you know in, in, when it started, it was because people like Kataji Woodson, you know, in the United States, looked at how um, the the black person's education in the Western world actually starts by you learning about other people. 
Yeah. So imagine that, that the first 20 years of, in fact, like all of your life, you never learn about yourself, yeah. your history, who you are. You actually learn about other people. So when you grow up, Katajimusi calls it the miseducation of the black mind. Yeah. That if black people are not taught about their history, they get miseducated. And that's how education is. In Ireland, there's no way we're learning it. Yeah. And so even when they teach us, because it's white, you know, it's very whitewashed um, teaching we get, it starts with our enslavement. Yeah. I'm like, come on, stop it. Yeah. You know, black people, they didn't start from enslavement. Yeah, they, they existed, existed before. Before, before. Yeah. Do you yeah. understand? So it's like if you constantly only talk about the thing that went wrong with me, then you're impacting on my self-esteem on who I am. Sure. So that means I only have this lens of deficiency with which I view myself and you view me. Yeah. That's a dangerous place to put anybody. Yeah. There's so much power to give anybody because when you can take possession of a person's mind, how they think, you, you own them. Yeah. And so that's why Black History started to, to, to change that narrative, to make sure to say you have a history. You know, Kataji said that, you know, that a people without a history, they're they are like waiting to be extinct. Yeah. You know, and that's what it is. So it's really about, you know, making sure that that history is taught. Not just to black people. I always, in my class, when I teach in UCD, the black studies, you know, right now I just look at it, my class is full already because I'm like, it's just a small class. It's full already. But two thirds of the people are always white. Two-thirds are white. Always white, yes. Hmm. I only get one quarter, one, you know, one third of it, you know, who are, who are black. Yeah. So two-thirds are always white. So black studies is not just for black people. Yeah. It's for white. Because if not, your education is half. Your understanding of history is half. Mm. And that means, you know, you, you don't have the full picture. Imagine if we had all day, no night, or all night, no day. Yeah. It would have been, a, a, you know, warped, you know, kind of view. So, yeah. So that's really, you know, why, you know, to give this balance yeah. to educate us, not just black, but all of us, you know, in, in the in, in who we are. Yes, of course, because I mean, we can't have the only conversation about black people being about racism as well, because that's, you know, as you said, if you're only talking about black people in relation to slavery, it's the exact same thing if you only ever talk about black people in relation to racism. It's just yeah. these negative things that are the creation of, of people who are not black. Yeah. Um, so, so we have Black History Month now and how can people engage with it and really get something from it? I think the key thing about Black History Month is if you can just forget about the troubles of black people and say, who are, who are black people? I, you know, we did the, the, the start of Black History Month. I had an event yesterday and I asked a room of people that, you know, what do you know about black people? They, it took them a while. They couldn't yeah. say anything. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. You can't tell me anything? Yeah. Do you know? So it took, actually took them a while to say something. Yeah. Do you see? And that's because these are conversations we don't have. Yeah. But we're thinking it, but we're not having the conversation. So this is a space for you to begin to have that conversation. You know, read a book. Yeah. You know, the media like you're doing now, bring people like me in to come and talk. But don't come and talk just about the problem of black yeah. people. But, you know, when, when it started, then, they, you know, it was teaching you black history. So people in history, black people, what they've done, you know, mm -hmm. their achievements. You mm -hmm. know, like if you read about W.B. Du Bois, you know, the first black person who got an education in Harvard. Mm -hmm. You know, so you look at that. It wasn't, it wasn't 50 years ago. It was, you know... Over a hundred years ago, so you begin to okay. Black people went to school a hundred years ago. Mm, it changes your mind frame, yeah. you know. So this paradigm shift, you know, or this ideology that oh, black people only started going to school in the fifties. No, you yeah. know. So you can go back and see all of those things. You know, it begins to help you see yourself, yeah. and it helps you to see people in a different light, because then it's not just about race. Because racism is is about that whole circle of of, yeah. of 
you know, of things. I think that's that's a really good question for people to ask themselves, I suppose. What what do I know about black people? What have I learned about black people? What culture have I experienced which is created by black people? Art, um, you know, achieve, scientific achievements, all these kind of things. Because I think, yeah, if you, if you realise, and I had this realisation myself some time ago that, you know, I knew some, but I didn't know a lot. And actually, if you make an effort to say... To, decide you're going to read black authors for a few months or you're going to watch films or television made by by black creators for a few months it's such a rich culture and such a rich kind of you know area to gather from you can learn so much absolutely you know i always say to people i say you know like particularly for this month i last year i encourage people i say every day learn one one new thing mm. just learn one new thing about black people maybe it's about the country the size you know the the continent you know just learn one thing every day you know mm. about that because, i mean it's 12 months we're just in only one month like four weeks come on yeah. we can we can we, we can, <laughs> we can we do can it for a month <laughs> <laughs> you know hopefully we can manage it, you know, just learn one thing, do a Google search, you know, but be careful, like Google tells you only the bad things. <laughs> I'm worried, you know, so Google, sorry, I'm not trying to spoil your name, but you know, like, you know, when you do a Google search for stuff, you know, like when it's about black people, you only get the bad things. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's about that narrative. What we want to do is change the narrative. We want you to have the full story, not a single story. Yeah. So, you know, as schools, you know, like, um, you know, in, in schools now, you know, they should make sure, you know, the schools should fund them if they don't have the funding. They should make sure that they have, you know, proper talks, you know. Mm -hmm. Don't bring three people to come and tell you about the racism they experienced. Yeah. And that's one of the challenges I have. You know, some companies invite me to come in to speak. And when they are talking to me, they say it's Black History Month. Then they are telling me to come and do anti-racism. I'm like, okay, those are two different things. Yeah. Don't call it Black History Month because yeah. Black History Month is not about racism. Yeah. If I come in to do Black History Month for you, I will tell you about, you know, Mansa Musa. I will tell you about, you know, you know, all the, you know, all the black queens that lived before. I will tell you about the Aba Women's Riot over, you know, a hundred years ago where 10,000 Aba women, you know, protested against the British rule. Mm. Do you know? So that when we're talking about feminism and we're talking about now, I'm like, no, go to Nigeria. Over a hundred years ago, we had feminism there. 10,000 Aba women came up, a strong women force came up and protested against the you know, British rule. Do you know? You know, so that's so that's what we do. When we, I'm going to Google that one now. Yeah. It's got the Aba women's <laughs> Hopefully riots. Google will give me the, give me the good <laughs> stuff on this occasion. It will even give you some pictures to go with it. You know, so yeah, so those those kind of, you know, those, yeah. those kind of things. Oh my God. So, so even when we talk about enslavement, right? Yeah. Even when I teach and I talk about enslavement, I don't just tell you about what happened. I give you the counter narrative. Yeah. You know, so for example, we talk about slavery of black people. I say, but why did they enslave them? Why? Because they were strong. Yeah. Because they were hardworking. Because they could cross over the sea and they were not sick. Mm. They, had, they had, their bodies were strong. Mm. So, but we hear today, and we, we in our media, we, or in our country, particularly in Ireland, we talk about black people who are lazy, who don't want to walk. I'm like, that's not true. That is so contrary. Is yeah. it that they are lazy and don't want to work or they were so hardworking you enslaved them? Is which that, is the truth. I actually don't, I personally don't hear, I'm not saying it's not out there. I don't hear it as much anymore. I feel like there is less of that narrative. I certainly remember it being a huge thing. You'd get into a taxi, no offence taxi drivers, but that's <laughs> where I tended to come up against it. You'd get into a taxi and a taxi driver might start that kind of thing of, oh, yeah. taking our jobs, taking our yeah. houses on the social, blah, blah, blah. 
I don't hear that so much anymore. Are you still hearing that? It's it's always still there. Yeah. You know? It's always still there because you know they they're careful who they are saying it to. You yeah. Know? It's not the conversation you want to. Yeah. It's not the conversation they want to share with you. You know they want to talk to you about the weather. They yeah. want to tell me about oh you know. Yeah. Yeah. And all of that. But yeah, so there are a lot of things we can do. You know, like the media. You know, show some nice black movies. Don't just only show the Samuel L. Jackson one where he was a black racist. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. There's a channel that like I said, okay, yeah, they're going to show me Samuel L. Jackson again just yeah. to show me that you know black people can be racist as well. Like Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> has had his day. <laughs> you know, what uh, so. what is so? Let's say someone's listening today and they're thinking, I'd like to watch a film, a black film or a film of black origin. What film would you recommend? Um, I love um, Tyler Perry. Yeah. You know, I love, I don't know if you've watched him, Tyler Perry. He yeah, used to dress I know up Tyler as a Perry, big mama. Yeah. You know, like he's done, you know, one of the first one I watched was Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay That's no, a comedy. No, no, don't watch that one, but I loved it. You know? <laughs> because, okay. you know, <laughs> so yes, I love Tyler Perry's movies. You know, he does, you know, black movies, you know. Yeah. So he's, he's just, he's, I just love him. And he's got this amazing place now, you yeah. know, in the United States. He's the biggest. Yeah. That is a black story. Yeah. Come on. You know, to look at somebody, you know, when he started, like his first gig you know it was only him and eight of his family members who were there yeah. he built his economy on black people's economy because his 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 um his shows targeted black people particularly black women you know it's like he could understand us our yeah. pain and you know he gave us a lot of laugh you know yeah. I've had so many a laugh just watching Tyler but I love that because <laughs> that's so accessible like you're talking about something that's that's fun and I think sometimes people think whenever you know they're thinking about something like Black History Month or whenever they're thinking about race or what they can do to be anti-racist it can feel a bit heavy sometimes for some people yeah, I think we'll but you're you, but literally we'll, saying we'll, go and watch a, a comedy no, go watch comedy <laughs> and then there's this um, guy God I, I'm going to say he's small but I can't remember I forgot to say he did one about black black girls and her hair you know oh yeah uh, Eddie Murphy not did Eddie that one Murphy, Kevin Hart no, not Kevin Hart there's, then the, the other the, the height after him oh. I know who you mean I saw that film Chris yeah, Rock Chris, thank Chris you, Rock Chris I saw that he film he did yeah. one about black girls hair you it, know? it was brilliant it was really, I it saw was so it funny. yeah oh, Oh my God, he talked about our hair, you know, all the artificial hair we put on. I'm like, oh, Chris, okay, I'm going to totally kill you. I think that documentary is actually streaming. So if you want to watch that, you know, I think it's it might just be called Hair. And hair it's by Chris hair, Rock. You know, so and that it's was brilliant. Cool. Like, you yeah. know, it's, it's like you get into our heads and black girls. So yeah. I would say, don't touch my hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, I look, I could honestly talk to you all day, but my show is just over. So I have to say goodbye. But Dr. Eben Joseph, thank you so much. I think it's been a really enlightening conversation. That is Dr. Eben Joseph, a lecturer in black studies in at UC and Director of the Institute of Anti-Racism and Black Studies. Thank you and happy Black History Month. Thank you too. Louise McSherry on 2FM.